This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If I were you, here's what I'd do. I'd send those cues to if I were you. Maybe they'll help, maybe they'll just make fun of you. If only I were you. Whoa. Nice riff. How about da? Kevin? That is nice. Thoughts? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid B minus. <laughs> solid B minus. You could have just, <laughs> just not said minus. You're doing well. <laughs> Why'd you say minus? Like a solid also, B would have been nice. Because like if, he, if I'd given a B plus, then he wouldn't have tried next time. There's just nothing really solid about a minus either, right? <laughs> a like solid it's, it's, it's 80 through 83, really. <laughs> but yeah. I'd say that minus sign is solid as a board. It's this is straight. <laughs> Line. Unbreakable. I remember in, in school, I was so thrilled with a B minus. Was I? What were you, what were your average grades? I wanted I wanted an A minus. You wanted an A. I wanted the ninety. You liked the. 90. I really needed the ninety. Kevin more. I imagined me in college in high school and middle school. I was homeschooled, so homeschooled. grades were kind of an abstract <laughs> no idea. Did you get altogether. them ever? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I You're... transferred to public school in junior year of high but school. Like when you wait, who taught you at home? <laughs> kind of my parents. Kind of these videotapes we would order out for, and then I would just watch them. How would your you? mom or dad ever just like give you an F? You're like sitting at dinner, and you got it. You're like, you're you actually you, you got an F today, Kevin. Yeah, that would happen sometimes. It wasn't schoolwork related. It was just a holistic uh, judgment of me as a person. I'm so curious about homeschooling. Like you, you will roll up to junior hot no junior year of high school. Junior year of high school. I was 14 because I skipped a few grades. And then where you're like, this is <laughs> Your parents or? were like, actually, you're very bright, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. Na- you're, a na- you're now a ninth grader. Well, I went to public Thanks, school <laughs> for fourth grade, and I was like, nah, this sucks. I'm doing homeschool again. But instead of fifth, I'm doing seventh grade because I thought I could do it. And then I did. But then again, like the curriculum was just this whirling dervish of of kind of sampling of education and and my my mom was never big on education as an idea interesting or college she's kind of opposed to them. where yeah. where are you from this is in houston texas growing up i'm so surprised i've known you for years and i had yeah. no idea i didn't know you were from texas I grew up in houston that. texas born in oklahoma 
with also a fellow homeschoolers, Hanson, oh. in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They were homeschooled as well. They were all homeschooled as well. And they turned out all right. They're doing great. I think we should all, I'm not kidding, we should strive to be Hanson. <laughs> they make beer now. Mhops. Mhops really? is the big yeah. beer. Yeah. That's a funny. And they all still tour and they own their whole catalog. They didn't get screwed over by publishers. They love each other. They seem to be having a great life. How'd you like 11th grade? 11th grade, I enjoyed a lot. I enjoyed 14 year old Kevin walks into school. Hey, I got this. (laughs) Yeah, I just. Everybody's 17. You're 14. Well, I I just quickly joined up with the theater group in that department, and then it grabbing was onto them. From there. Got That's it. right. Yeah, they were all weirdos too. Pre-calc, you're like walking into a pre-calculus class. You're like, I got this. I well, I watched the videotapes. Oh, like, well, I'm that was up. a strange thing because I was buddies with the guy who was my math teacher in high school, but we were friends before because <laughs> we knew each other from church from years and years before. And then he gets to, you get to school and he's your teacher. Yeah, so it went from Hey Rex, how's it going, Rex? To uh, Mr. Wolf. Uh, I have a so it was a strange power dynamic, and he's wow. just like what seven years older than you. Yeah, he was he was a he was probably a little bit older than that, but he was a younger teacher. Yeah. And you were fine. You slid right in. You could you could you got good grades, and it was fine. Uh, it was totally fine. I it was a weird setup though, where I may not have technically graduated high school ever, <laughs> and we're not sure. I did graduate college. And but you, went, you went to University of Texas at Austin. UT in Austin. Yes. That's right. Uh, home of South by. That's. <laughs> Home of Alamo Draft House, (laughs) Devin Faraci. That was uh, a cool city to go to school in. It was great, except I wasn't there when I was legally of drinking age. That's right, you were 15, you were, yeah, you were 16 so I didn't and a half. go to bars and stuff. Because I, I, my last year on campus there, I was 19 years old. Wow, yeah. this is such a fascinating, is, interesting Kevin's thing. Kevin's 22 now. <laughs> yeah, I'm still 20. Gosh, I wish. But it is something where, like, so I've been watching that Pin 15 show on Hulu. Love it. Which is terrific. I love it. Right? It's so good. But it's, like, very tied to, oh, this is seventh grade. This was the year 2000. Gel pins, blah, blah, blah. That's right. And, like, it's so tied to, oh, I remember my seventh grade was like this. I have no memory whatsoever of, Did like, you have AOL and AIM seventh and all that grade stuff? versus eighth grade. <laughs> I definitely had the AOL AIM tip. stuff. Yeah. yeah. AOL AIM, I feel like, was our first Twitter. It was a proto-Twitter, and we don't talk about that enough. Like, yeah. the away messages you could leave there. That's yeah. right. It's true. Or the bloody beautiful. icon. Buddy icon could have been like the first versions of GIFs. Don't you feel like in some ways like texting your friends has replaced AIM? We were talking about that like an episode or two ago where like you used to have to sign on and receive the message or you would never see it. Yeah. I, I miss those days where I could be like, you know what? I'm out. I'm unreachable. Yeah. It's t- having a phone is it's you're on like you're signed into 10 different aims that you can't sign out of ever. Well, which is why I'm glad I'm here to plug my new aim phone that I have been developing. <laughs> so I would a well, sidekick. Yeah. Can you imagine? I, I would love it. I would be so in. And it's all the graphics are of that time That's too. Right. It's like little 8, 16 bit graphics. And yeah. You have away messages. And when you log on, it does the door opening noise. And when you oh log off, gosh. it does the door closing noise. Wait, do you have an impression of that? Yeah. Yes, good. Somebody logging out in your face just rem- ends the conversation. Gosh, I remember flirting on AIM a lot. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that was when that was when a lot of it was happening. It was exciting. I, like anytime you were talking to somebody on AIM at two AM, you would fall in love with them for like yes. two hours. It's just basic science. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was one girl I remember. These very specific messages we sent to each other where she was much older, but we had crushes on each other. So it was like, no, we can't. It's she was wrong. your math teacher too, right? She was my math teacher, <laughs> Mrs. Wolf. Married to Rex. Well. Should not have happened. Um, 
But I remember I must have been like 12 or 13, and I remember sending her a message that said, oh, "If only I was 17." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because you're 17 and I'm 16. Yes, it was such limit. No, no, it was, the age gap was like you know, because at that time a five or six year age gap is weird. Yeah, oh, yeah. and criminal. You know, most of the time, <laughs> quite, illegal, quite yeah. illegal. Where now it's encouraged. We <laughs> want it. at least a five year age gap. Yeah, we smile upon it. We don't frown upon it. Um, all right, what is this? This is an advice. Oh, wait, you got to tell. Where is this? That guy's song. Wow. Good yeah. memory. How did we completely bl- gloss over it? I forgot. And now it's start gone forever. About grades. Yeah. I can't. I can I can never find it again. It's gone. Cool. Well, Same thanks forever. For, thanks for the song, man. Found it. Uh, it's Carson Fleischman. If you end up playing it, please direct your listeners to my Instagram, at thisiscarson, so they can see pictures of my cat, Mr. Jeff. <laughs> hey, and make sure you give Mr. Cool. Jeff a solid B plus when you see <laughs> pictures of him in the comments. Carson Fleischman. All right, that's easy. That sounds like a, a made Instagram up handle. cool guy name. Yeah, this Carson. is Carson. That's it. Yeah. Yes, this is Carson. Wow. Um, you uh, got Johnny. You got Daly, and now you got Fleischman. Uh, Kevin, do you have a sibling? Do you have a sister? I got a brother and a sister, one of each. Okay, great. They were homeschooled as well. They were for a little bit. They went to public school at different times, so. Got it. Okay. Here's the cat. Mr. Jeff? It's a good looking cat. That's a nice looking cat. Give it a like. I'll say that cat is. Smash that like button. That's an A. That's, that cat's an A. <laughs> Give the cat dabs. That cat is an absolute A. Double taps. Uh, so this is a. Kevin, uh, do you have a cat? I wish. I can't have pets at my place. I would probably have a little doggo, mm. though, if I, if I could. You're yeah. more of a dog than a cat. Yeah, I remember. Do you remember there was a brief time I was dog sitting and I would bring him here? That's right. A lot. Little yeah. Buster. Yeah. He moved to Texas. Uh, I want to say it wasn't because of me, but <laughs> I can't totally say that it wasn't because of me. <laughs> You're saying you gave him such a hard time he had to move halfway across the I country? I think he felt a little smothered. Wow. By my huggies and kissies. And then who took them to Texas? Uh, that was his true owners and parents, Andy and Patrick. Yeah, and they were looking for the dog for quite a long time. When right? I say dog sat. You dog napped. Yeah, there was a sat napped. It's all the same. Dog thing. nap sounds very cute, mm-hmm. but it means to steal a dog. Right. Yeah. Whereas kidnap oh. does not sound cute. But a cat nap right. is but cute. A cat, yeah, cat adorable. nap is cute. But that's, is that also the words for stealing a cat? Yes. <laughs> cat nap. So cat nap means I'm having a nice little snooze by myself or I'm stealing a cat. Well, I don't know if you've met a cat, but you you gotta wish they're snoozing before you can even take them. Yeah, I've never. What about a power a nap? Is that stealing power? It must be, right? I think so. <laughs> That's what every evil person does in a Marvel movie. Is a, a three-hour nap. nap. That's when you steal someone's time and waste it by making them listen <laughs> That's to <right>. your podcast. <laughs> this is power nap. All right, we're talking about adopting a dog. Why don't we a- answer a question from a lady who has a question about adopting a dog? Do you have a name for this lady, Kevin? Ah, uh, yeah. Let's call her Hezabella. Hezabella. Right. Hezabella is a pretty name. It's not bad. I like Listen, it. Listen, you f- can have it. And my friend adopted a dog on Wednesday, and he's staying with me until she can convince her roommate to let her uh, to have him at her place. First night, he peed and marked all over the carpets, which I'm super annoyed about, but I'll give it a pass since he was drugged up after getting his balls chopped off. Jesus. Second night, he <laughs> lunged... <cocaine>. <laughs> Second <laughs> night, he lunged at me and my four-pound chihuahua, so I'm keeping them in separate rooms for the baby's safety. Oh. That's too small of a dog. Today is the third day, and I'm at my wit's end. He almost attacked my cat, and then when I got home from school, I found that he destroyed my window blinds. 
I'm a poor college student who lives alone, so I thought I was doing a nice favor for oh, a friend, no. but I don't own any of the furnishings, so he is now destroying my apartment's property. I fear uh, for my very expensive safety deposit, but also my friendship. I don't want to ruin anything I have with my good friend, and I can't stand this dog anymore. I feel like I'm completely... Uh, I'm uh, complete care of a psycho dog and she just gets to come over and enjoy the fun parts. So how do I go about getting rid of this dog while still staying friends with this person? How do I tell my apartment that he's done damage without getting evicted? P.S. Not that it matters on the breed, but it's a two-year-old pit bull mix in a solid 50 pounds. Thanks, oh my guys. God. It feels like body shaming at the end there. <laughs> Hesley. You know, Hesley. it's like when old people specify a race in an right. anecdote. Where it's yeah. like, Not that it matters, but he was Hispanic. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he was Asian, the dog. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think she should be worried about getting evicted. For yeah. damage, I, I feel like your landlord, unless they're a psycho, would be amenable to that. Especially if you have a good track record with your own pup. Have you guys dog sat a lot? Uh, I've I've only done it with two. Uh, no, I, I've done it with three dogs in the past couple of years. That's pretty I, good. So I get yeah, I guess a, a good amount. Any I've of dogs them bad? Sat. I've fostered. Any of them bad? Any bad apples? Well, little Paddington the Pomeranian did pee on my friend's <laughs> father's carpet at Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> that wasn't the best moment in the world. So you went to a dinner mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving and brought the dog you were dog sitting. Because it was over the Thanksgiving break because the couple was traveling out of town. Got and it. they knew that I liked dog sitting. And I do. And and it was a tradition. Like yeah. one Thanksgiving I had Buster, one Thanksgiving I had Paddington. And then, uh, then the tradition was broken <laughs> after that because <laughs> to the, your dog, tradition. the dog was not housebroken. I, what, liked, I like dog sitting. It is nice. It's like you have the joy of a dog, but without like the kind of like the anxiety of like, I will have to do this every day for at least 15 years. It's like being an uncle. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. But this guy, this sounds like. This is a bad dog. Well, this life sounds pretty fucking rough, too. It's like a poor college student living alone in an apartment with three animals. It's. It's it's just not ideal. Yeah, she has a cat, she has a dog, and now she's babysitting another dog. And now the dogs are fighting, she can't do anything about it. Can you take it back? I'm well, this is this is what's crazy to me. She is concerned about her friendship with this other person who adopted a 50-pound pit bull, chopped off its balls, and then <laughs> left it at its friend's apartment. <laughs> at her friend's apartment while she went to her roommate to try to convince her roommate that they can keep the dog. This is a bad friend. Yeah. <laughs> she should be worried about you staying friends with her. You're you're the victim. I think you do need to have a heart to heart of like expressing your needs, expressing how you kind of feel railroaded in this situation, which I know is not what she's emphasizing <laughs> in the email. Yeah. But that's more the issue to me as well. Totally. She's like, I feel so bad. How do I like how do I tell my friend that I don't want to watch the dog that's attacking my dog and destroying my apartment when she's the fucking owner? <laughs> oh. <laughs> this this Hezabella is such a sweetie. Yeah. She really is female. sweet to the core. Good on you, Hezabella, for like taking all this on. You really have a servant's heart, and it's very clear how kind you are. Yeah, that's, but that's that being nice. said, that being said, uh-huh. that being said, you're acting insane. Hezabella. <laughs> yeah, stop being so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're being mean to yourself and to your loved one, your friend, and you're hurting your Chihuahua, your cat, the right. blinds. That's what I always think about when I'm afraid that I'm gonna like be mean to somebody. I think about like, wait, but that person, like by me being afraid of confronting this person, I am being mean to these other 
people or animals that are uh, suffering because of yeah, that yes, person's yes. thoughtlessness. Yeah. So like, if you're concerned about your friendship with your friend and like that's making you not talk to her, you should maybe just readjust to be like, I fear for my cat and for my puppy, for my little chihuahua. So if I want to be the best owner I can be, I need to get rid of this dog. Yeah. That's, Blame that does make you a bad children. person. Yes. It's your children's fault. Well, and, and part of the question was, how do I get rid of the dog? Wasn't that part of it? Yeah. Can end? you can you sublet a sublet? Can you dog sit <laughs> for you who's dog sitting? Well, I was almost gonna say like on a practical level, find like a kennel and like text your friend and say, <laughs> "Hey, I literally can't do this. I'm gonna put them up at this kennel. I hope you at least split it with me or something like, yeah. or pay for all of it because this is unlivable." And that that help that helps like temper your um you know, needing to talk to your friend too. You could say like, I can't do this, but I'll help you find a place for the dog, whether yeah. it's a kennel or like I'll post on Facebook or Craigslist. What's also the duration of time that she says, so he says days, right? staying with me until she can convince her roommate to let her have him at her place. So what are the odds that this comes out before or after? Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, this is a great follow-up pup one. Literally a pup. Yeah. So we ask, hey, how We've long do you end up? We've been doing follow-up pups where uh, we give advice and then like ask how how it panned out, Great. whether they followed it or not. This so is let's... good. The, t- the message just came in six days ago, so it's topical. She might still have the dog that's ruining the life. Or at the very least, we'll fresh. get to learn how like what happened. Imagine like being this Hezabella who's like, so did you broach the whole having a dog thing? It's like, no, it hasn't come up yet. Can you like keep the dog for another week? I feel like I'm mustering up the courage. And yeah, then don't. she's like, don't. You have to tell him now because the dog is destroying my entire apartment. And then this lady can't be like, I got to have the dog in here now. It's a dog that's currently terrorizing my friend's place. Um, The other thing I would say is if they're like small, like scuffs and stuff that you're concerned about with your apartment, your landlord won't take your full security deposit for stuff like that. The security deposit is like if you, you know, put your car through a wall or something. Like you could go to Home Depot and just like touch up paint and stuff, and your landlord will will never be the wiser. Yeah, you'll be. I I wouldn't worry about the landlord stuff so much, but I would worry, you know, especially because we don't know how timely this will be. I would really emphasize this as a moment to really take that friendship by the <laughs> by the shoulders and just shake it and make sure everything's. I did have like a friendship sort of threatening dog sitting relationship one time. What happened? Well, it was mostly my bad because the dog, in <laughs> retrospect, was a good boy, just kind of a puppy and not what I was used to. But the friendship in particular was loaded, where like. It was this person that I was very close to for many, many years. She moves away and gets married. And then every time I've seen her since then, it's felt like I'm doing her a favor. Like, hey, can you shoot video at my wedding? Hey, can you dog sit for me? (laughs) Which usually you would ask of like your closer friends. (laughs) And I remember, you know, for a long time after that dog sitting scenario, I carried a little bit of hate in my heart for that person. Yeah. And then I had to let it go. So don't do that. Wow. Don't carry the hate. Don't carry the hate. Um, All right, cool. Let's take a break. Let's uh, answer some more questions after these messages. Woo! Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And a masquerade. 
God. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we're back. Kevin, do you have any? Oh, it's a list. That's right. Mom, I'm coming. Oh, I guess I forgot. Uh, Yeah, I forgot that part of it. I'm giving that. A uh, song in A minor. <laughs> if anyone's asking, <laughs> you love it. Yeah, you didn't like I think the it's guitar, great. but the sentiment's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> a solid A minus. Uh, you know what? This might be. You know, what? I'll give two little bits because they're both kind of basic pieces of advice. Two for one. I love it. But uh, but I feel like they're not very insightful at all. And most of your <laughs> listeners probably already know these things. Okay. I love uh, the wind up for this pitch. Yeah, I have a lot of pregrets going <laughs> into this. Pregrets. Uh, That's good. My my first piece of advice is that on Instagram, the mute button 
is your best friend. Okay, so tell me what the mute is versus unfollow. Unfollow, people can find out if you unfollow them. They pretty easily. You can go to like like if it's me that unfollowed someone, they could go to who they're following and then type in their username. Mm, and then they would get show offended. up or not show up. Okay. Right. If I mute them, they'll never know. And it's a good way to maintain polite relationships and kind of and honestly there's a lot of people that i wish i didn't follow that i love mm. in real life that are dear friends so what are you mutant and how many people are you a mutant i'm not a mutant currently <laughs> well at this point i feel like for people that i know personally i don't think i can ever unfollow any of these people there's they're hard baked into it your will life come up. i think it'll come up but muting i can't even do select like seasonal muting oh like i think seasonal a muting, light muting is fine. a yeah. holiday muting yes <laughs> Oh, Holly just went on vacation. I think I'll mute this for the next few days. Exactly. Yeah. So what are you what are you muting? Are you muting the boring basic cappuccinos, the sunsets? Are you muting like family life? Like I don't need to see your baby. What do you what do you You know, sometimes it was I was honestly muting some of the best because some of the best people on, on Instagram. Because sometimes it's the thing we all do with comparison stuff and yep. career stuff where yep. it's like Oh, this person's killing it. This doesn't oh, feel good. Jealousy. <laughs> jealousy. Like it's no, yeah, it's no like personal, and you don't want to hate them or have like weird resentment that right. is definitely unearned against them. So. We're shooting a movie, so I'm going to like be posting photos for the next six months. Yeah, and, and I'll you. like them six months after the fact of, of you posting <laughs> right. them. That's, a, that's my fear is that I think if you, I feel like if I mute somebody, they'll miss my, they'll miss my like, I guess that's really self aggrandizing that they'll notice like you're the, not the, liking yeah they'll photos. notice that i'm not liking photos but i've i have been called out before for not liking someone's photos whoa who i don't want to say their name oh it's not like but a like friend at, that you at, felt a, comfortable at a party right they were they were like you never like my photos wow oh no yeah see People i called you out too they say like you comment but don't like a yeah photo. that's fine i, I think that's comment. inappropriate Why? i really do i want to comment i don't necessarily like the photo oh no i'm saying the calling out not what you're oh, doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think what you're doing i think i think it's both inappropriate frankly <laughs> but actually now i think it, yes it is what, why, here's why, an, why here's, can't i have comments this is another concern of mine yeah um I I like my number of people I'm following to be kind of low. I feel like that's kind of like a power move. Let's compare your number versus Kevin's. Um I know what mine is almost to the exact number. Kevin? I think. What are we thinking yours is? I think mine is 998. You keeping it under a thousand. It I got to keep it under a thousand. So when you, 997. So, 997. Do okay. you go through your whole feed? Like, are so many of those people muted that it's easy? <laughs> well, now at this point, because this is actually, <laughs> this is something that I figured there's certain people that follow me on Twitter that follow maybe like 3,000 plus people where they have not liked or retweeted or replied to anything I've said in so many years. Where oh, I'm yeah. like, I have to be muted, right? But it still says blah, blah, blah follows you. Right. But so, maybe if they follow 3,000 people, then you might just not go – they just might not go through their whole feed. I think it's still – because I follow over 3,000 people. I still see everyone. You, you see everything? Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> and I hate it. I'm a slave to my own social media. I am. I think so, I follow like 50 people on Twitter. I've said this before, but I do believe the mute – is the gentleman's unfollow. Oh, that's if, nice. If ever cornered in such a situation. Because, yeah, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. No. I do think, though, confrontation in real life is bizarre. It really it's is. Not, it's not the same. If I wronged you, if I said something mean to you, I want to apologize. But if I 
didn't comment on a thing. I don't feel like that's fair. Yeah. It's like we're playing with Monopoly money on Instagram. <laughs> and and especially also- because people, I think to people, and I don't know what, what the person is, the situation they were in, but people use Instagram for such different things that I think right. for some people, they almost see it more as like, I'm group texting all of my friends. Yeah. More so than like, I'm using this and I have like work friends that see this and my regular friends and my family. And some people are like, this is just for my career and I'm just plugging dates or whatever. So I think not being on the same page with that stuff would lead to hurt feelings, but it's hard to relate with them. When yeah. it does happen, like I saw you didn't see my story. I'm like, you scrolling through though? <laughs> and yeah, like what do you want out of like that kind of uh, conversation? You know, like do you want me to apologize? Like, all like they have to know that I'll apologize or make a joke and then talk shit about them for a long time and yes. think that it was petty and weird. We talk about it on a podcast, we're literally. You know, hundreds of thousands of people millions, listening to millions, billions, millions actually, and billions. I, how many people listen to this podcast? Is it billions? Last episode was yeah, one point one billion. Wow. It's brought to That's you really by billions <laughs> on Showtime right now. Catch the new season; it's coming up. I'm a billions. big billions fan, actually. Really, that'll be my unsolicited advice <laughs> next week. Uh, what was your other bit of unsolicited advice? Oh, gentlemen, keep a candle in, in the house, in the apartment. Oh, that's Just nice. Just keep a candle there and light it all the time. It smells mm. nice. Yes. It smells good. It smells are such a... There's so many things in life that are out of your control. I mean, not to make it too gendered, like men keep a candle versus women, because there's a bunch of smelly women out there. Yeah. But uh, but men in specific, maybe yeah, a little work stinkier. on it. Yeah, right. There's so many things that are out of your control. You can... Control the scent and flavor and the aroma of your apartment. What scent are you going for? Yankee Doodle candy birthday cake? Or are you going for a more classy crate and barrel cologne smell? I try to do classy because to me, the sweeter ones end up smelling bad yeah. after a long enough <laughs> Like an air time. freshener. Yeah, like it's, it feels like, and someone's like spraying it up your nose. So mm-hmm. right now, I kind of have a compromise. I got oats and honey going. That's nice. At the house. So I, I actually like... recently bought a candle. It was uh, in a little blush box. It's called Boy Smells. Um, and <laughs> I, I got the one that was Redwood Wait. Tree. Here's a question for you. Are you lighting it every day when you go home? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I won't keep it lit all day. Got it. Uh, I'll, I'll blow it out when I leave. A little bit. <laughs> I, um, uh, that's another tip. Blow it out <laughs> when you leave. My Living with a with a woman, uh, we've got candles everywhere. Are you guys public? Oh, we're public. Oh, wow. Yeah. They You're IPO'd. Official. You oh can invest gosh. in their relationship. Yeah, we could, I can buy stock in yeah. that? <laughs> I, we've, got, we've got three candles in the house, at least. And are they always going, or you sort of forget about them? I don't ever light them, but sometimes I'll come home, Jill's watching TV, and there's a candle going. There's a nice candle oh, yeah. going. There's a candle going. Is come it on three in. different scents competing? Um, I don't really notice this scent. I don't, I don't know if I like... It's not, it's, it, it's not like pine or... Yeah. Um, or lemon, I you know I like it's nothing that I can like pinpoint, but yeah. it, they are three different scents. But your home smells lovely, and that's all that matters. It does smell lovely. Okay, it's it's nice. Great. So I'm you also, associate that with your lovely wife, and mm-hmm. maybe it's a good thing you don't even notice it because it's it also, like it gives off a nice light. Yeah, it's it creates a great ambiance. I like I like candles lit while watching movies in the dark. That's fun. Yeah. You notice your your two tips were to mute. Basically blinding yourself, and then to light a candle, which is to increase your heightened sense of smell. Right. Mute, of course, means to not speak, which is another sense, if you think about it. 
And then your last mm-hmm. tip is to what? Bring it home. Numb your feelings. Exactly. <laughs> I really think regarding. I think you're overanalyzing. I this. don't think so because I'm muting the bad smells in my home and increasing. The That's <laughs> the <bit>. right. <laughs> All right. Two good tips. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I'm good for at least two good tips. That's good. On my Patreon. <laughs> two, two good Although tips. I think they're cracking down on that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another lady's name? Oh, no. This is a dude's name. Uh, dude's name is asking a question about his brother's girlfriend. Oh, uh, his name is Godfrey Filders. Godfrey <laughs> Filders writes, I'm in an impossibly upsetting situation. Oh, My brother's girlfriend is staying with me for a couple of months, having recently gotten a job in London. My brother, temporary, does so not live in London. So they're both in London. Yes, but okay. the brother does not live in London. Okay. So he's living with his brother's girlfriend. Gotcha. Every week for at least three of my, sorry, every week, at least three of my ice cream cones go missing from the freezer. <laughs> and I'm certain the girlfriend is stealing them. We made abundantly clear that food would not be shared. No one else lives in the apartment, and I'm sure I'm not that bad at counting. I politely asked her if she was eating them, and she laughed, exclaiming that she does not even like ice cream. To be sure, no ice cream has gone missing. But maybe she is just eating the cones. <laughs> what? <laughs> also, what she did hell? not directly answer the question and the vibe was strange. I swear to God I saw a very subtle smirk. I asked again because it has to be her. And she just laughed and said, I was a funny one. Whatever the fuck that means. The big problem is my, <laughs> Whoa. my boss is her dad. So I can't be too douchey about the whole thing. So what should I do? One, keep confronting her. Two, set up a sting oh operation. Three, mildly po- poison the cone. Four, snitch to her dad. Wait, her his boss is her dad. That's right. So it's kind of an in good company situation. Is that the movie? Which one is Topher that? Topher Grace, Scar Johansson. Yeah, yeah. Someone's I don't know if that's, a, that's that is the premise of the movie. I don't know if it's called that, but <laughs> never seen it. For the love that is all cone shaped and cream bearing, please help me. Thanks and peace. Love. I, what was his name? Uh, it was Goffrey Felders. Goffrey Felders. Felders. Yeah. Um, I can't believe he described the situation as impossibly sad. Impossibly upsetting. <laughs> There's an ice cream thief afoot. I think it's very possibly sad. <laughs> Goffrey, don't don't overreact. Is he talking about ice cream cones that are frozen with ice cream already in it? I'm in confused because yeah. if it's bare ice cream cones. <laughs> That in the freezer? Those yeah, are, that's like that's stranger. I think that that's like from the ice cream man cones. You know, like those like like drumsticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, okay. exactly. Yeah. In which case, yeah, that's a more valuable steal. And then he's saying every week three of them go missing, and then she he says maybe she's eating the cones and not the ice cream because she doesn't like ice cream. Okay, so it must be drumsticks then. Yeah, <laughs> but there but there's ice cream that goes all the way down to the cone, right? It's not an empty cone and then no, ice cream not on top. A, not in a drumstick. I mean, it'll it'll melt I- ideally. It's, what you want. What you want is for it to melt and go down into the cone. Okay. But if you're not making the cone yourself, oh man, I fucking miss ice cream. I love waffle, but I'm no cone with ice cream stuff. When I go to Salt and Straw, when I go to Jenny's, no cone. Why is that? Because it overwhelms the cream. I feel like I just get like bready taste in my mouth. Way more so than the compliment. I don't think so. Um, I like the cone, but I like a nice wafer. So I'm trying to... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, can we get that again clean? Sure. I like a nice wafer. (laughs) And that'll be a drop. I'll give a B minus to in the future. Uh, But so I'm trying to get myself in the head of a freak that just likes the cones by themselves. I... 
like so is what's what's the question again are we trying to solve the mystery <laughs> what should he I do feel like more than anything he just wanted to vent well yeah <laughs> basically how about this what would you do i would um i you know what i would honestly do if i was in that situation and wanting to respect my brother and not feeling like the full need of like this is my friend i have to save the friendship i would either one just take it and not do anything about it and just kind of like vent to strangers on a podcast about it. Yeah. Okay. Or two, I would install a security camera. A nest cam. In a like ring. a cabinet or like put it in the freezer if you can find one that, that can withstand that <laughs> to see what's happening. Or three, I would just buy more of those drumsticks or whatever the ice cream cone is and be like, Hey, I got some more because I know you you probably have been liking them. What about... And just make the <laughs> assumption... But she said twice that she wasn't. <laughs> did you take it? No. You sure you didn't take it? You're funny. No. no I'm like, the funny okay, one. Okay, I got some extra because I know you like it. Um, what about doing that like blue exploding ink that they put in the bank bags? Uh, oh, that's here good. we go. Yes. <laughs> so like she come, you come home and she's just covered in this anthrax powder. And right. you're like, oh. It's anthrax. It's well. exploding ink. <laughs> yeah, he's not trying to kill his future sister. No. He did. He did suggest mildly poisoning the ice cream. Yeah, that was one of the options. You could uh, don't do that because your brother won't be happy. You could just like um, sort of tag every single one, just with like a one, two, three. You know, you like uh, the hit a, movie, a, a number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then every time you have one, you just tally it, mark it off, and you, you're seeing if she's taking any. Yeah, he's convinced that they're missing. They're, that but then if I'm gone. her, I see the numbers. I don't go for them. Right. Well, that's and then that's a good little. But then it's, thing. I guess it's preventative more so than like solving the right. who done it. And huh. and if she does, but she will think you're insane. How well, expensive are these? He kind of is. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, must be a dollar each, right? They can't be that expensive. Frozen ice cream. Amir sticks. will personally Venmo you the money to that, buy. That's more. missing, yeah. yeah. Because not only is it the brother's girlfriend, it's also the the her his boss's daughter. So he's got like two reasons to be extra. Guys, polite. are we thinking about this all wrong? Is it possible that this girl is getting the ice cream cones for her father? Whoa. A man who's too cowardly it's to request <laughs> from them personally from his employee. It all it goes right. straight to the top. Don't it all you see? It all connects <laughs> to King Cone. <laughs> Kevin is staring at a wall full of uh, newspaper clippings. He's been working on this. Yep, for a there's while. a red string going everywhere from Mr. Softy down to London a guy from to ice Dublin cream to Cone <laughs> <laughs> for a marketing intern at Hagen does. Mm -hmm. This all goes to the top. Uh, all right. Is there a PS that says dot dot dot? We're also clon. Dyke Bar Bears. <laughs> uh, no, no PS. Okay. I'd like to do a follow-up up on this one as well. All right. Let's add it, add it to the up. list. Uh, we got one last question, if you got the time. Ooh. This one's called Mormon Cockblock. Mormon Cockblock. Yeah. What do you know about Mormonism? Because your podcast, Good Christian Fun, is Good about Christian, Christian subculture. It is. And uh, that's more of the evangelical Protestant mainstream bent, more so than Mormonism. Yeah. I don't know a lot of Mormon stuff other than there was like a Mormon missionary movie Anne Hathaway made in like the early 2000s. That's all you got. That's all I got. I don't know that. Like, are we talking about the pop culture or just like the religion in general? Both, I guess. They're nice. Every Everyone I knew in high school who was a Mormon was very attractive and very like sincerely kind yeah. to me. That's that's my impression of Mormons. Is like they're very attractive, like Patrick Wilson and Angels in America, uh -huh. and they're very kind. <laughs> and I read Under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakauer, so my 
uh, perspective on Mormons is that they are all child-marrying, uh, bloodthirsty, crazy people. Is that a novel or a non-fic? It's a non-fic. Okay. It's great. It's a great book. It's called Under the Blood Hammer? Under, <laughs> under, the, banner, under the Banner of Heaven. <laughs> oh. I don't know where it I is got about, It is about from. a bloody-ass murder. I'm going through some stuff, guys. <laughs> and it's called Slimax. <laughs> it's called the Slimax. And it stars Slimer from Ghostbusters. <laughs> All right, here's the question. Yes. Sub Jew boys, here's the deal. I matched with a really Whoa. beautiful girl on Tinder while I was home for New Year's. 14-hour drive from where I'm going to uni. We've been FaceTiming and texting a lot, and we both like each other a lot. After taking, after talking for a few months, she decided to spontaneously fly here to see me for the weekend. Whoa. A month later, a day before she was flying here, her very Mormon parents found out that she was coming here to see me and forbid her from coming. Consider my balls blue. She wants to keep talking and pretty much do long distance, but lives 14 hours away and we can't see each other for another four months. We don't live in the same province and neither of us plan on moving anytime either. She's had a rough last year and I don't want to hurt her by ending things, but at the same time, it doesn't seem practical for a couple of good-looking uni kids to enter into this long-distance relationship. So, do I keep talking to her for four months just to be able to see her? For, uh, for two months before coming back to school? Or do I ghost her ass and continue my Tinder conquest? Advice would be hype. Thanks, oh. love ya. Well, I'd say it, no to ghosting. Yeah, it's not an A or B yeah. multiple choice here. <laughs> what is the C? What's your what's your go-to answer for this one? This is, first of all, there's never, it's, it shouldn't be multiple choice, okay? This is long form essay. That's and what the podcast is. Yeah. They have, they have feelings. So yeah, we, he doesn't want to be mean to her, but at the same time, he doesn't want to stay into a, in a relationship with her if he's not going to see her for another four months. And he doesn't want to be like another reason for her to get even more sad than she already is. This is something that I don't, like, people staying in relationships to not be mean to the person need to understand that staying in a relationship where you don't care about somebody is actually a really it's mean thing to thing do. It's the meanest thing you can do. Yeah. But it's secret mean, so she can still be happy while you're saying, yes, we're in a relationship, while you're also not technically in a relationship. But we're talking about the the option of two mean things. One, stringing her along, not actually caring about her just because you're afraid of... Uh, of hurting her or B really, really hurting her by ghosting her. Yeah. So there's number the, the other option is being honest, which is like a little painful, but in the long run, isn't like emotionally devastating. So what would you say? What would you say to this lady to be honest and not emotionally devastating? How old are these people, by the way? 40. <laughs> 40 and her parents have said uni, no. Uni. Uni. So They're 19. Uni age. I'll say 19. What's uni? Oh, university. university. It's yeah. where you went when you were 15. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That thing I was at for like two years. Yeah, no wonder her parents won't let her fly. She's 14 Yeah, years she old. can't drive. <laughs> um, yeah, I, w- that w- I was going to go more towards Jake's area of like honesty now is better than lies forever or mm. for like a long time and then a bunch of honesty right. later. And sometimes we do advise li- lies forever. We've said that before. Lies right. forever is the name of an episode. This, he's basically going to go home again in the summer and see her. So should he say... Uh, I don't want to talk to you for another four months. Or should he say, no. hey, this is a little too weird for me I right now. I think it's a phone call. Yeah. It's always painful and it's embarrassing and it's and it's sad. It's sad for both people. But I really do believe, like, and I've believed this a lot more recently in the last couple of years, that you can end things well 
and it can feel great. Mm, a nice it can breakup. feel great to end things well, where it's like it's sad, and and even you're sad for a couple of days as the endure. Right. And obviously the ND, like whichever side of the equation you, you happen to be on. But uh -huh. what if you do it successfully? You can brag about it for a long time. Yeah. Like, having a good breakup does feel it's amazing. A, and it's a great sort of like, you know what? It was actually like, we just talked about it. It was sad, but, you know, we were really mature about it and blah, 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 yeah. blah. And how ahead of your um, time, ahead of your uni time, you would be to do that. My goal is with breakups is always, it's okay for the person to be sad, but I don't want them to be mad at me. So they can't be mad at me because I'm being honest, but they can still be sad at me. Because it's the end of a relationship. That's smart. That's yeah. actually that's smart. And Good you and you, you tell that you lead the breakup conversation with you <laughs> yeah. can't be mad, mad at me. me. You can't be you mad. You can't at me. be yeah. mad. And your emotions are invalid because right. you can't. I'm doing this by the books. And yeah. as a man, you enjoy playing emotional boundaries. Yeah, it's all enter in relationships that I'm not necessarily into, <laughs> quote unquote, just so I can end them later wow. as I, a practice. I yeah. give you way too much credit at 10, the start hours. of this. And I will, on the way out, I'll sort of stub my toe and give the other party a look like they did that Right, to me. so you can be mad at them. Yeah, and I'll be like, sorry, it's not entirely your fault. I'll say little <laughs> things like that. But why'd you get a bed with such hard edges? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I know why. <laughs> you did it to hurt me. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I think, man, ending well, uh, ending well in college story yeah. will be great for end your well. adult life. End it well. Yeah. All right. Be honest. End it well. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about Good Christian Fun before you have to head out of here? Oh, and I got to head out of here. Guys. Oh, you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> I know. Uh, Good Christian Fun is a podcast on the HeadGum Network. I've heard of it. It is about Christian pop culture. If you grew up with Christian rock and movies and entertainment talking... DC Talk, Newsboys, Avalon, Point of Grace, Left Behind, God's Not Dead, all that stuff we talk about on the show with our comedian friends. Like former guests, uh, HeadGum hosts Demi Adichiebe and Miel Bredo. <laughs> That's right. And future guests, Jake Hurwitz and Amir Bloom. I would love to go on and talk about my dueling Christian and Jewish upbringing. You are, we've never talked about this. Yeah, you had a interfaith. dueling upbringing? Sort of, I guess. Wow. Yeah. See, all good fodder. Yeah, we always talk to the guests about like where they came from. They share their guestimony and their history with faith and where they're at now. Well, cool. here's the thing. We did, uh, when you were hosting Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Guys. Eh, we, who cares? Some we did a, <laughs> Gilmore we Girls did a, was the show. Yeah, Gilmore Guys. We did an Entourage episode on April Fool's. That's right. So maybe we can that was do one a of the Jewish most... episode on April <laughs> Fool's. <laughs> The good Jewish fun. Good Jewish fun. We've on, talked about it. We've 1st. talked about doing like good atheist fun, good Jewish fun. Yeah. Oh, I've been talking about atheist fun. Good Mormon um, fun. Man, we had so much fun doing that entourage. That was episode. the best three years ago. Yeah. Go you back know and the quote that like, still rings in my head from that? What? Just keep your pants off, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't was, remember the context. That was of that how at all. Amir ended the episode. <laughs> Jesus <I> Christ. <laughs> Go back and listen to that, everybody. <laughs> three years ago. Just keep your camp. Pants on, you little bitch. No, off. off. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, that was 2016 one. when it was fun to do performative misogyny. It yeah. was different then. It we was. Trump hadn't won yet. Oh yeah. my gosh. I was no, that was recorded the night he did win. Oh, right. We were celebrating. Yeah. That was how we were <laughs> celebrating. Uh, oh, all right. No. So, good Christian fun on headgum.com or wherever you listen to You podcasts. don't got to be a Christian to listen to it. In fact, we prefer if you're not so we can convert you. Just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> you said just kidding really quietly. Are you just kidding? <laughs> uh, all right. The opening theme song was written by Carson. And this closing one, I have to look up again because I lost it. I'm not nice. as organized right now. I don't okay. know why. It's, uh, it has to do with... It's because you got rid of your hot corners, dude. How no. many do you have in the bullpen waiting for like opening and closing themes? Is we got, just we like got some unused ones. Hundreds? No, not hundreds. Okay. Dozens. What, it, what, what an amazing gift to have so much user-generated content. Yeah, it's pretty, it's nice. They're it's, way more talented uh, than us. Yeah. And what a fans. microcosm of how like the website industry works, like BuzzFeed or a Funny yeah. or Die. <laughs> we'll have the email. You guys do the work. Yeah. I found it. Get exposure. It's, uh, <laughs> it's T. Lang did a parody of Bo Burnham's Bo-Yo. I'd like a shout out. My girl oh, Saskia, Whoa. my brother for the huh, the city of Gothenburg, Sweden, and last and least, my band camp, onsdag.bandcap.com. It's decent at best and amazing at worst. I love the phrase uh, last and least. <laughs> That's why it's last. Last and least. Uh, Kevin, thank you so much for Hey, thanks by. for having me, guys. Of this course. was so fun. I'm glad you can... Come, to, come in today on such short notice. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I finished my prayers early just to be <laughs> and, we, and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Ciao. I don't know if Jake and Amir are ghosts and gay because every time they're talking it feels like that scene from Ghosts with Clay. They're gonna help you so you can leave it and drop it. Listen to the podcast with your phone in your pocket and girl if you're into women it's only safe if you swim women but don't take next to hard one because he's never been to some actual women. Sexually I said they'll help you seize the cheese till it feels like you're listening to all That was a HeadGum Podcast.